Welcome to Taiwan Report News Brief, news and analysis from Taiwan. I'm Donovan Smith. Up on today's program, we finally know what Apple is up to in Taiwan. Another prominent KMT member makes comments that cause outrage and headaches for KMT Chair Johnny Chang. President Tsai is taking back the reins at the DPP, and the cabinet has resigned, opening the way for a reshuffle. The public is behind raising electricity rates, believe it or not. France stands up to China over Taiwan arms sales. And finally, the upcoming WHO-WHA battle over the inclusion of Taiwan adds new combatants. But Canada's prime minister can't bring himself to admit Taiwan is a country. Of course, up first, coronavirus. Taiwan reported no new COVID-19 cases for seven straight days on Thursday, and this was also the 32nd straight day that no domestically transmitted infections were recorded in Taiwan. We now know what Apple's huge investment in the Shinju Science Park is for. They are planning on investing over 330 million U.S. dollars in a factory to manufacture both LED and micro-LED displays for its iPhones, iPads, MacBooks, and other devices. Another day, another headache for KMT Chairman Johnny Chang. Prominent KMT member Harry Lee criticized new power party legislator Claire Wong, saying, quote, Wong has forgotten where she came from, using her own daughter's head as a stepping stone, Lee said accusing Wong of exploiting her daughter's death for her own political gain. Wong's four-year-old daughter, nicknamed Little Lightbulb, was beheaded in 2016 by a man diagnosed with schizophrenia. Local media is reporting that the KMT have stripped Lee of his party rights, and Johnny Chang said the party will hold a disciplinary meeting to discuss if his party membership should be revoked. And on a related note, I haven't seen any news since Chang became party chair on the issue of restoring independent lawmaker Fu Quanqi's party membership. He lost it over his various scandals, but some wanted it restored to increase the size of the KMT Legislative Caucus. Speculation the factional politician and so-called King of Hualien would be returned to the party was rampant during the KMT chair race. During the campaign, Chang said he'd follow standard procedures if he won. So far, I haven't heard anything. Let me know if you have. And speaking of powerful patronage factional Pauls, Taijung Black Faction Heavyweight, former convict and several-time lawmaker Yen Qingbiao has reportedly had a liver transplant. That shouldn't be surprising. One of his several jail sentences was for spending millions in government funds on booze and women at hostess bars. DPP Chairman Zhuo Rongtai yesterday said he is to leave the post with many beautiful memories. President Tsai Ing-wen is to return to the post of chair for the upteenth time. She first took over as party chair in the aftermath of the Chen presidency when corruption scandals had demoralized the party. She restored the party to electability, crushing the KMT in 2016. She resigned in 2018 to take responsibility for the party's disastrous results in that year's local elections. Premier Su Zhentang announced a mass cabinet resignation on Thursday, paving the way for a partial government reshuffle after the May 20th inauguration of President Tsai Ing-wen's second tenure. 
It is customary to do so at an inauguration. The president has already confirmed Sue will be reappointed. Two lesser-known cabinet ministers have indicated they will not be returning. It will be interesting to see what changes, especially with the leading lights in her administration, especially Transport Minister Lin Jialong and Foreign Minister Joseph Wu, unless either plans to run for Kaohsiung mayor, and there are no indications so far either plans to, they are likely to remain in some capacity as rising stars. Asked in an NTU-led survey if they would support increasing electricity prices from an average of 2.6 per kilowatt hour, or NT per kilowatt hour, for energy reform, 62% said yes, and 18.8% said no, while 192 said they had no opinion. 78.5% of respondents to its survey agreed with the government's energy policies, while 12.1% disagreed. Asked why they would support electricity price hike, the biggest group said at 57.8% said to improve air quality. Taiwan has, by international standards, very low electricity and water rates. On May 12th, Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesman Zhao Lijian demanded that France cancel an arms deal with Taiwan, saying that it had expressed deep concern to France. Zhao stated that China opposes all weapons sales or military and security exchanges with the Taiwan region. The deal is for decoy launcher upgrade kits worth 800 million NT to modernize missile countermeasure systems on all six of the Taiwan Navy's Kangding class, or what used to be in when they were French, Lafayette class frigates, which were purchased from France in 1991. The WHO WHA battle over Taiwan's inclusion continues to grow. In an expected move, 14 of Taiwan's formal diplomatic partners have put forth a proposal for the issue of Taiwan's exclusion to be put on the agenda at the 73rd session of the World Health Assembly coming up in less than a week. Small but mighty Lithuania has joined the coalition of countries that support Taiwan inclusion. New Zealand has reiterated their support for Taiwan's inclusion as an observer. Here is what New Zealand's foreign minister had to say. We have got to stand up for ourselves. And, you know, true friendship is based on equality. It's based on the ability to, in this friendship, nevertheless disagree. All we are saying is, and having looked very carefully around the world, to find examples of how we might help internationally and locally our defeat of COVID-19. Taiwan has been a standout society. Meanwhile, in Canada, Prime Minister Trudeau refused under questioning in Parliament to acknowledge Taiwan is a country. He instead cowered behind the One China policy. Here is the question from the leader of the opposition, Andrew Scheer, and Trudeau's response. The Honourable uh, Mr. Scheer would like to... Uh... Mr. Speaker, the Prime Minister indicated that he would support uh, Taiwan's inclusion in the WHO uh, only as a non-state observer. Of course, uh, that designation does not exist. Uh, Participants of the WHO are either states or NGOs. Will the Prime Minister support Taiwan's participation uh, as a state observer? Be right, Honourable Prime Minister, in 15 seconds or less, please. Mr. Speaker, we will continue with our uh, recognized One China policy, but we have always advocated for Taiwan's meaningful inclusion in international bodies. Finally, outgoing Taiwan Vice President 
Chen Jinren said the World Health Organization has forgotten its professionalism and neutrality in locking Taiwan out of the body for political reasons. As always, tune in tomorrow, click like, subscribe, and all that good stuff. See you tomorrow. This has been brought to you by the Taiwan Report. For more content like this, become our patron at report.tw.